Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast with the local stories from the KMOX Newsroom for Friday, August 18th. I'm Debbie Monterey. And I'm Scott Jagow. Today is Friday, August 18th. Violence interrupters will continue trying to prevent crime on St. Louis streets, but with a different boss. For the last four years, the violence interrupters have been trained by the Chicago-based Cure Violence, but now taking over the program is a local group called Mission St. Louis. CEO Josh Wilson. We're excited to get this started. City Violence Prevention Commissioner Will Pickney says the basics of the work remains the same. You cannot do this work unless you are from a community and you are seen as a credible voice or you have deep roots in the community. You can't walk up on someone with a gun and tell them not to do something or tell them not to do, you know, in retaliation or not to do something in the moment unless that person knows you and trusts you. But when asked if the city expects the approach to be more effective this time around, Pinckney says... This type of work is hard to really quantify and understand impact. University of St. Louis criminologist Richard Rosenfeld has said that cure violence didn't have a major impact on homicides, but Pinckney says a Washington University study has identified positive impacts but wouldn't release those details. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. We now know the status of the 16 new sheriff's deputies whose hiring was put on hold. No more procedural hurdles will hold back the newly hired sheriff's deputies after getting preliminary approval from a board of eight St. Louis judges on Tuesday on the condition they complete their physical examinations. Captain Tim Hale says that one of their lawyers was able to find a doctor who could administer the tests in a timely manner. They went down and seen him on uh, Tuesday and... They they got that all squared away and did their test yesterday and today. All 16 are set to officially be on the job by the end of September. Sean Malone, KMOX News. A homeless woman living in a tent beneath Mayor Tashara Jones' office says she'd like to go into a shelter, but there's a problem. There is no place for people with service dogs. But yet it's against the law for us to be homeless in the city of St. Louis. Mary Carter has two dogs that sleep in her tent on the City Hall lawn at Tucker and Market. A spokesman for the mayor's office says they've been trying to find a place for her to go, but there aren't a lot of places that take service dogs. Another dream dies for the biggest office building in the state of Missouri. The developer who was going to turn the vacant AT&T Tower downtown on Olive into a vertical city has pulled the plug on their plans. The Post-Dispatch reports the Avantis Group has withdrawn from buying the 44-story tower without giving a reason why. The 1.4 million square foot office building was sold last year for just $4.1 million. And Advances had approval for $80 million in tax credits for the project. The AT&T Tower has been empty since 2017. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Emerson Electric is acquiring a Swiss company, an automation technology maker. While Emerson didn't disclose the purchase price, the Ferguson-based company says the acquisition will strengthen its own factory automation business. The deal should close by the end of September. St. Louis Community College breaking ground on a new facility today whose sole purpose will be creating manufacturing jobs. Oftentimes, we're able to place students into jobs by the time they graduate from high school. Chancellor Jeff Pittman and others will be turning dirt on the 96,000 square foot building designed for hands-on training in many trades. Pittman says the job market could use it. Advanced manufacturing jobs in St. Louis have grown to 118,000 over the last 10 years. That's an 8% increase. It's going to cost $61 million for the project, covered by Prop R, previously passed by voters. The first graduates won't be until 2025. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. 
U.S. Steel issued a statement Thursday. It says the United Steelworkers Union has no authority to block any proposed sale of the company. This follows the union saying they would only support the buyout bid from Cleveland Cliffs. U.S. Steel rejected that bid and indicated they had offers from other companies. The battle over who buys U.S. Steel, if it happens, could impact whether the Granite City Mill shuts down as planned. KMOX covers back to school. With school returning into session, it's important to refresh on the rules of when you have to stop for a school bus. Illinois State Trooper Josh Carando spells it out. If you're on a a two-lane road and you see that school bus, turn the red lights on, put the stop sign out. Both directions of traffic have to stop. He says on a four-lane road, both lanes in the direction of the school bus must stop, but those going the other way may proceed with caution. Violations, by the way, can cost you 300 bucks and the loss of your driver's license. With school underway, the St. Louis County Library will start serving after-school meals at select branches. This summer, they teamed up with Operation Food Search to provide lunches. Now a healthy, light meal, along with activities, will be available to kids and teens Monday through Friday from 3.30 to 4.30 at Florissant Valley, Lewis and Clark, Natural Bridge, Prairie Commons, and Weber Road branches. Now, KMOX Health Editor, Fred Bottomer. Cancer among younger Americans is on the rise, according to a new study. Younger individuals are being diagnosed with cancer at higher rates. Uh, than previously. Dr. Elizabeth Salerno is an assistant professor of surgery at Washington University School of Medicine Incitement Cancer Center. So we see that these earlier cases are being seen more frequently in younger women, particularly between the ages of 30 and 39, as well as those who are Hispanic, Pacific Islander, or Asian. Dr. Salerno says this study shows an increase in younger people coming down with breast and obesity-related cancers these days. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. From the KMOX Business Desk, ask and you shall receive. Improvements are coming to St. Louis Metrolink platforms. Bi-State Development CEO Talby Roach says secure gates, fencing, and camera improvements are all coming, thanks in part to a boost from the private sector. Championed by the RBC, the Regional Business Council, and Kathy Osborne, $10.7 million of private sector donations associated with a public project. Look, this is how we move the St. Louis region forward. Bids are now being accepted on the $52 billion project. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.